this is Indian Noir. You're listening to Season 2, Episode 11 of Fear FM. Komal woke up in a cave to the sounds of a girl screaming. On the walls of the cave were cocoons made of yellow sacred thread in which teenage girls like her were tightly bound with only their faces exposed to facilitate breathing. Komal spotted at least 10. Some of the cocoons were cut open in places and those spots were caked with dried blood. The faces of the girls in those cocoons were pale and cold and very dead. Their eyes were open and their pupils were grey as storm clouds. Movement was slowly returning to Komal's body, but she could not yet scream nor get up off the cold rocky surface of the cave. To her right was a cauldron that was bubbling away on top of a fire pit. which was nestled in the middle of a yantra drawing to her left was the lalchudale using her knife to cut open a cocoon which shook and pitched around violently the lalchudale was cutting open a big square section while the helpless and very much alive girl screamed for help and her parents Then as Komal watched on in horror the demon cut open the poor girl's chest pried apart her ribs with the tip of the knife and reached in to yank out her beating heart The girl's screams were silenced The lalchudale gently patted the dead girl's cheek affectionately Then she lifted the heart up to her eyes Komal could see that it was still beating. Perfect, the lalchudale said. She cradled it in both her palms, walked up to the cauldron as she chanted mantras. Then she dropped it into the boiling liquid. Komal could now scream, and she let the full force of her terror bounce against the walls of the cave. The lalchudale looked at her in surprise. "You are awake now, your sleeping beauty. Good." She rushed to a darkened corner of the cave. Komal could hear her search through a stash of items. Komal tried to get up, to escape, but she could only wiggle her fingers and toes. getting there she said come on come on komal encouraged her body to wake up 
the Larchdale emerged from the shadows grinning. In her hand was a giant spool of yellow sacred thread. It's time for your pitiful mortal body to be elevated to an offering, the demon said. Komal screamed again. Shh, hush, little girl. Your great contribution to my ceremony will be your beautiful liver. Rejoice, do not be afraid, for you will be assimilated into the grace of the mighty Varaha. The Larchadale said, the great source of bravery that had willed her into making a sacrifice for her family had now depleted, and Komal felt absolute terror. She didn't want to find out what was in store for her. She wanted to get back to her family. Movement returned to her legs and her arms. Komal sat up urgently. I see that my mantra's effectiveness is wearing off. I need you to be still when I am wrapping you up like a present to the dark gods, the Larchadale said. The Larchadale approached her with a smile. She wrapped a strand of the thread around her filthy finger as she took each step towards Komal. Slowly and deliberately. A predator, self-assured in the knowledge that the prey was already as good as dead. The demon was clearly relishing the thrill of the hunt. Komal scrambled back for some distance on her hand and feet, but Lalchadale picked up her speed as well. God, please God, save me, Komal said. Komal's eyes fell on the dead girls hanging from their yellow tombs on the walls of the cave. She didn't want to be yet another trophy for this demented, vile being. Like a spider spinning its web... The Larchadale said, playing with the thread. Suddenly, a series of minor explosions of light surrounded the Larchadale. It looked like small lightning strikes smothered by dark clouds. The Larchadale was stunned by the frequency and the ferocity of the blasts surrounding her. She tried to swat it off like it was a fly. Komal used the distraction provided by this unexpected event to run out of the cavern. She turned back once or twice to find the Larchadale struggling to conquer the magical assault unleashed on her being. She could hear her shout out mantras in strange tongues. Oh God, please keep her occupied till I find my way out of here, Komal said. Komal ran from one dimly lit cavern to another, all interlinked by narrow tunnels. On the walls, she saw rock paintings as old as time itself. 
a giant with horns, tearing apart human bodies to decorate what looked like his palace. What was this place? Komal said to herself. She didn't remember being brought here by the Lalchadale. She met the demon at the gates of the cemetery. A portal opened and then her mind had gone blank. Komal felt like she was running in circles. Where was the exit out of this wretched space? She thought. Her attention was drawn to the sound of something chasing her through the tunnels. She realized that the Larchdale was going to be here any given second. The lactic acid that had built up in her legs slowed her considerably and she was struggling for breath. Komal had to stop and face her terrible fate. The last ounce of courage in her was snuffed out. She gave up and turned around to face the vile demon who had stopped running and was walking towards her determinedly. A minor hiccup then. <laughs> God knows what that little magic show was. I will soon find out the source of that trick after I cut out your liver, the Lalchadel said. Her grin widened. One half of her face was beautiful and the other representative of all things hellish on earth. Suddenly, a portal opened up between them. Komal was pulled through it by the hands of an elderly but strong man. Komal found herself outside the cave on the forest floor, surrounded by the vile foliage of the Naragaranya forest. Dhruman Baba fell from his meditation stool, exhausted, his life energy drained and his spiritual powers diminished. It would take him a few days of rest to recover his physical and spiritual vitality. But he didn't regret it. He might have saved the life of a poor girl from the clutches of his former student. He needed rest. He needed to regain his strength. A greater battle lay ahead. And he expected the heralds of that confrontation to visit him in the next few days. Their stinging final words had made him act for the sake of the young girl. He was coming to terms with his mistakes and he knew he would be called upon to do more. <laughs>